The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hi, I'm Trevor Flynn. I'm Sarah Becker. I'm Peter Dancy. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. It's the new year! La, 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 la. Twenty twenty one. I know, oh gosh, I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We 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 may actually do death to twenty twenty at some point. So I maybe have like we have 10 to revisit it. Left on that. It's oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, it is really good. I was very drunk watching it New Year's Eve. I need to rewatch it because I I really enjoyed it. Incredibly drunk. So I'm assuming I'll enjoy it sober. But anyways, welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast in a new year, twenty twenty one. We got a great cast today. We're gonna be diving into Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, which we were able to view on VOD on HBO. I'm actually. There's a lot of acronyms. HPVO, VOD, the VDO, I don't know. That's a venereal disease. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman 1984. This was released in 2020, simul released on Christmas Day uh, on HBO and in movie theaters. Uh, yeah, again, it stars it stars Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, and uh, Connie Nielsen. Uh, yeah. Here's a quick summation. It's directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, budget was $200 million. Uh, Diana Prince lives quietly among the mortals of the vibrant, sleek 1980s. Uh... <laughs> An era of excess driven by the pursuit of having it all. Though she comes into her full power, she maintains a low profile by curating ancient artifacts and only performing heroic acts incognito. But soon Diana will have to muster all of her strength, wisdom, and courage as she finds herself squaring off against Maxwell Lord and the Cheetah, a villainess who possesses superhuman strength and agility. That. (coughs) Sorry, guys. That, uh. That's a, yeah, that's a... How's that coffee treating you? Oh, it's good. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have bad indigestion. I promise I'm going to try to edit as many burps out as possible tonight. Uh, it will be uh, be a very Jack podcast, a very Jack-produced podcast. How about that? That usually apparently means that there's burps in it, according to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm going to toss it to Trevor first, and let's ask. Uh, Trevor, what did you think of Wonder Woman 1984? Uh, I There's some good stuff here. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'll start with a positive. You know, Chris Pine does put on a fanny pack. Uh, we did get that in the trailer, I think. But, We're here for the um, fanny pack. Yeah. Uh, as little as he belongs in this movie, he is always uh, welcome on camera. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's some good stuff. Uh, you know, I was really ready to... It, it's hard to be too hard on a movie that's this sincere in this moment. Like, I really wanted to believe in this all the way through it, even up to her monologue at the end. And, um, you know, parts of it worked for me and and got to me. But for the most part, I was baffled by uh, the the nonsensical weirdness of this. And I, 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 particularly after hearing, like, what Patty Jenkins went through with Warner Brothers in the first film, I want to get into that and, like, what we kind of think happened here. Because I just... I don't know what happened to this. This seems like the second draft of a script or something. A lot of people are saying I'm, that's not original by me or anything. But yeah, no, yeah. I, there there has been reports of like some studio meddling and other things, which is oh. which is hard, which is interesting to talk about because I do when I have some. I don't have. I think I bet you. Unfortunately, at the time of talking about this, there hasn't been a lot of talk about it. I don't want to give away kind of what I think so much, but first, I do want to toss over to the only girl on this podcast, uh, Sarah Becker. I don't know why I just teed you up like that. I'm so sorry. 
all good. Um, I, I don't have a particularly different opinion from Trevor. I think it's slightly more positive, but I will say this. I went in with very low expectations to this movie because several of my friends had said, don't get your hopes up. This is not great. But and you know, they were right to their absolute credit. But honestly, I went in for shame. I will say this shamelessly. I went in for Gal Gadot looking hot. And she did that very well. And so that uh, I was not disappointed. Um, There is a particular scene in there that I have specific feelings about um, because I am a classical, classically trained musician. So I don't really understand why they played Voikis Apete while uh, Chris Pine was picking out an outfit. I thought that was very strange. Yeah, we'll we'll Uh, talk about talk about this there's there's some weird a lot of a lot of this boils down for me personally again i'm gonna actually toss to peter before i stop because i'm sure it it should have been gayer it should have been yeah undeniably just overall yeah yeah Yeah. uh this movie was okay um i i i will say i will say my my expectations were 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 actually kind of high like i i I didn't go in with i didn't go in with no expectations uh, and that 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 was in part because it's like there there was so much build up to this movie um and 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 the and the the first one was so good and and never never one enjoyed it um but but coming out of the film there was just a lot to it where i was where my biggest issue with this movie was time like so much of this movie, like 15, 20, possibly even 30 minutes of this movie could have been cut out simply because so many scenes were either unnecessary or far too long. I don't care for five minutes about either Diana saying, renounce your dreams or Pedro Pascal's characters saying for five minutes, give me your dream give me your wishes. This is two hours and 30 minutes. And it definitely feels like there's like a clear ending in the middle of it. And then you like look up and there's more than an hour left. That was the thing. I've heard that from multiple people that I looked up and there was an hour left. And I feel like we're all stopping at the same scene. Like we feel like the movie's about to freaking end. This is fine. This is enough. There's another hour. (laughs) You're just like shit. Yeah. With a note to time, what did y'all think of the... Sorry, Peter, you finished your... Oh, no, you're fine. No, you're, 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 yeah. What did you think right. of the opening scene? Because uh, that's definitely where the studio, I, I think I heard, was like, uh, you could probably cut this. And they're like, nah, nah, we got we got to keep that. That's going to uh, set up the whole like theme, which I guess... Eh, the kinda. studio wanted to cut it, which I, I mean, I agree entirely with that cut. Yeah, like, I, I agree it, too, it, honestly. It, just, I think you it doesn't also... It. <laughs> yeah, it also doesn't like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Also, the rules of this are very unclear and she's like, I lied. I was like, it would be it would be better if like, it was like something she actually lied about or like... Yeah, right, like I'm know. wondering the whole time in that opening sequence, is she going to get points for being clever and finding the shorter route? Because that's kind of where like... I think she should have. I, I thought should, that, yeah. that was clever. Cool. And, or why she was she was like right there. Why didn't she just shoot the thing? Why did she drop? I don't know. It doesn't make the whole thing doesn't make like a ton of sense. Like I'm also, perfectly happy to go back to the mascara, but then I miss it for the rest of the movie anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's yeah. the bigger issue for me is that the theme mascara sequence is 11 minutes, right? Yeah, it was 11 minutes. It was 11 fucking minutes before oh. we even get to 1984. And then we do a second cold open, which it felt the movie feels like it has two cold opens because it colds right, opens the on the mascara and then it colds open where you don't see Wonder Woman, which is it's totally structured like a cold 
cold open where you don't see her until she shows up. Uh, we'll get to some uh, shooting choices in this movie, which I, I really the, the thing that boggles my mind is a lot of this movie. I'm gonna just, I'm, we're at the cold open. I'm just going to talk about it. It seems like a way worse cinematographer is just like at the helm for this. And that's the thing, too, is like Patty Jenkins. Like, I'm not I, I like the original Wonder Woman like quite a bit. I think that there's three scenes in the original Wonder Woman movie that are like are transcendently really good. Like No Man's Land in the original Wonder Woman oh, yeah. is just that's just that's just like that's yeah. an iconic that was, superhero that was moment. The period. Shot that, that was like yeah. the shot, the scene that they sold the entire movie. on. Yeah. The, sh- the you know, the her with her shield up and like the fucking bullets pinging off. Of it. It's it's and it's so beautifully shot. And it's just one of those things where it's like I just I have a very hard time connecting that opening sequence with like the tiara and just like the way that it's so weirdly shot in the context of the mall and there's just like you know and that scene that like if you, you just get a sense of her like this you know a being a superhero and having this force and power and it just feels like this it's really disconnected and like how she's throwing people around it just well, here's one of the bigger janky. like i i was ready for them to get yeah i, I feel similarly because i was ready for them to get away from the Zack snyder style that defined the first movie largely and they did right, right. and then i was like oh god now i kind of miss it a little bit but uh with that mall sequence especially what that's doing is like this is one of the big notes of this movie it's like apparently patty jenkins loves superman in 70s superman movie and like that was kind of the big influence there i don't know if that's necessarily the cinematography or not but that's definitely like did you get that feeling watching did y'all get that watching the mall opening sequence like that like good old-fashioned do-goodery comic book yeah kinda, no it's you know? it's classic superman which is to say that like you know superman is never superman is threatened the, the, you have to the, the threat to superman is always more mental and it's like he can't get there in time and save the thing like he's never actually threatened and that's the context it's like this movie does not want to see diana struggle too much and i and i don't i'm not bothered by that i'm not bothered by that setup so much but i do think it is very different i do think these these movies are incredibly different oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like and it's I, maybe it, it's like maybe that's like the i'm so negative a little bit because it is i kind of went in wanting more of that first movie because i was like oh this is great I, see i, I would have been more, down for like all the kooky goofy like old school shit if it kind of stayed there and didn't if it just committed to absolutely it absolutely huge <laughs> to, uh, no, no yeah like I, I think i think that was part of it and i'm, I'm actually yeah. glad you brought well, i'm glad you brought up that, 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 that the, the the second cold open with, with the mall scene because it's like because they i did feel that they did kind of want to have some of like that kitschy well, not kitschy but like like, like a like can't like campiness and fun to it but they didn't campy. really com, they didn't really commit for the whole movie to have it be more camp. Like it was always, it felt always like kind of half-assed. Right. And it's also, and, and I'm sorry, you can't stack cold opens. Like that's just a bad decision. That you know too. What I mean, that too. I, I just, I just, I don't know why you didn't have the mascara, like cut it down to two minutes and have it be a flashback and then put it somewhere else in the movie. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's also it also just like I, and I guess here, I mean, and let's get to the other like we're going to I'm going to bring something up, which is inevitably going to lead us down the Chris Pine uh, body swapping rabbit hole. Uh, but let's just get to it because it is the most disturbing thing in the film. It is the most down. disturbing thing. But let's talk. Let's actually talk about the villains as they show up at the first two, because we have the the primary conceit. No, let's let's hold off on them because let's deal with the 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 wishing element we'll get to in Maxwell Lord and everybody else. But uh, I do want to talk about first about kind of the thing that really bothers me is the fact that Diana is still pining for Chris Pine. Ha ha ha. I just, you know, I don't. I, I'm, like, I'm very I, you just over gotta, it. I, I hated it. Yeah. yeah I, I, 40 yeah. years for a Girl, guy you knew for one week. in Girl, next, it's, like, been, oh. it's been decades. Get over it. 
get a grip. This is 1945. This is 84. It's literally been 40 fucking years. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I, I've, I've been absorbing and like rewriting this in my head a lot. And I can see a version where it kind of could work if she's just like sick of humanity in general and needs to like think back to like that, you know, Kim, oh. like, but the person who just, put her in touch with humanity. Right, but it isn't that. that. It yeah. just comes off as yeah. like kind of yeah. immature for like, like seventy year old woman. <laughs> yeah, it was right. also yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was also Katie was Katie was the one next to me, and she's just like, dude, Diane Gal Gadot can carry this movie on your own. You didn't need to fucking shoehorn Chris Pine in there for the acting power. Though I'm not, no no disrespect to Chris Pine here because no, Chris Pine oh, is no, he's great. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it is kind of like that feels like a studio's like we got to add that manpower to the film. And well, I'm like, that maybe, maybe. Has like no that's place in this movie. That doesn't mean that Chris yeah. Pine isn't a good actor. No, right. You know, also it, by fault. context of like Gal Gadot didn't need a follow up love interest. Like, and that, that was yeah. that was the thing too. Is like, why are we shoehorning a love plot into one? Right, and, and that's the that's thing. what we felt right. about and, like and, the first movie. And this movie makes the first movie look so much better as a romance. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> because, because it, it was it was very much it was very much the, the the whole Disney Frozen thing where where Elsa tells Anna you can't fall in love with the first guy that you meet, and it's like, dear Diana. You literally lived on an island all your life filled with nothing but women. You met one guy. He's the first one you meet. You immediately fall in love. He dicks you down one time. And that somehow is enough for you to like, that's somehow enough for you to like fawn over him for (laughs) decades. I just, I don't know if that's something, that's just never something I would ever say in context. I love you so much. I I just feel like I'm not allowed to say those words. I just, that's funny. (laughs) But it's like accurate, but no, it's accurate. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to work it into conversation this week. It's like, oh, honey. You're getting please dicked down so much. I said it aloud. You see, I'm not incorrect. I said it aloud, and it's just like Jack as a person isn't allowed to say this. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But anyways, uh yeah, I I think oh, But I, the truly I, baffling part, right? That we have the magic wishing rock, and yet he can't just spontaneously appear from nothing. Right. He has right. to inhabit another man's body. <laughs> Which ah, the, the consent Why? issue there kind of oh, goes yeah, like seems thing. like it's gonna yeah. be a Why? thing. It's and technically rapier than like Goldfinger. Oh, oh. <laughs> Think about it. Did, well, they no, have sex. I will not. I will she knows. It's, that's, that's, the only- that's that's a strong that's a strongly worded statement. Uh, like he's we we we, we are left to speculate the man's on body where, who he inhabits had. Didn't wasn't aware of what was going yeah. on. That doesn't okay, make sorry, it I'm not, good. Doesn't I, make it right. But <laughs> right. It's, like, it's less aggressive. It, it, how about this? The fact that we're even that's that's fair. Okay, Goldfinger is always the worst. Again, I gave Goldfinger a really bad score. I want to maintain that. <laughs> anyway, the the the, board, the thing for me that is just a nest. I think the thing is like the the unnecessariness of having him inhabited because it's like it, there just seems that to me like a lot of times like on a script writing level, this movie had some stuff in mind and it had scenes and it just moved to those scenes and it just very unorganically gets there. Like the plane, the plane is so dumb. Like they. They, they want to have an invisible plane, but the setup for that particular thing, how, how can Chris Pine fly an intruder when he only knows like how fucking biplanes work? Well, yeah, but that's like, also, 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 how are they able to get, how, how are they able to somehow at the Smithsonian find a fully fueled, fully fueled jet? Yeah. 
That yeah. was what I wanted to know. When he also, was like, check the fuel. I was like, what? cool, because they ain't going to be keeping a fully fueled like, yeah. plane like, 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 on the lot nope. at the museum. Nope. Apparently like, they are for like, reasons, because like, that's like, not a flight risk. Oh, my God. Like the the, 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 the absurdity of them somehow finding a fully fueled jet in the Smithsonian remind, reminded me, and Jack, you'll appreciate this. It, mm-hmm. it reminded me of, tra- of Transformers 2, where, oh, they're yeah. at, where they're at the Smithsonian, <laughs> leave through the back, and suddenly they're in a big ass field just filled with planes. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's not, have you ever been, also, it's my favorite museum ever. That was my thing. My dad oh, was in the Air cool. Force, so we it, got to do some cool things when I was really young and go there. That was, oh, yeah. that was like super cool where they would have like, they would take like Air Force brats back and they did like really cool programs. Anyways, nice. Dumb story. Dumb story. But, anyways, the point is, is that like, I really love that museum. So I like know that museum's Same, structure. Yeah, I've been, in and I've out. been there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in it's the very middle clear. of the fucking city. No, it's like the White House is like across the fucking road. There isn't a field out there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, how? 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 Yeah. How? How? I need okay, to know. But those make it, are make it, make it make arguably sense. nitpicks. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. On, on the Chris Pine thing at its core, it seems like <laughs> it's going to be a thing. And yeah. she has to give him up again. And it's kind of the same thing from the first movie again. But yeah. he has to tell her, Diana, I can't be here. I have to leave. They just like, he literally takes her aside and was like, okay, we got to resolve this plot. Can I? The whole time you're wondering, like, when are they going to inevitably they're going to resolve this and they're just not talking about it. And the thing that's really disturbing is kind of the cynicism on their part that like, oh, yeah, the audience will go along with this. (laughs) I think like that that obviously didn't work out for them. Like there's more think pieces about that issue than anything else in terms of text and column inches for Wonder Woman, which is so depressing a little bit, too. I mean, how like cynical they were is like not even as close to how cynical the Internet is. It's amazing. Uh, I I just I do think it's just I do think it was motivated by the desire for him to have like Diana just needed to have a bunch of men's clothes on hand. And I feel like you could have motivated that very differently or in some other situation. And I I just feel like, too, it's one of those things. I have thoughts. Also, also, it's Diana. Like, look look at how she reacted to wearing dresses in the first movie. She literally has has the confidence to go into any department store and just buy the clothes. Yeah. Why didn't we just have them in a mall? Come on. She dresses him up. Do the same thing. How does she not already have all the clothes she needs? I'm sorry. I'm confused. How does Steve Trevor, like, bring her man's clothes that she can't have already well they go back to his apartment yeah and and they try on the dude's clothes in in his apartment yeah yeah oh you're just saying like we needed to have that scene happen i guess i don't really know why for some reason have voice sapete playing during it which is go figure i was it's a really weird pick yeah (laughs) it was odd it was really weird can can i be from the marriage of figaro and traditionally it's uh, a male role, but traditionally played by a soprano. And it's this like young man singing about how he doesn't understand love yet. And so I don't really get why it was playing well yeah. in this I, movie at all. I, I My thought process for it was like a little bit like I think they're trying to make it super weird that he's inhabiting somebody else's body like they wanted to do a whole body horror thing with it but then like didn't totally commit because it is like a weird like it, it has a, it's a little bit of a freaky music cut like that's it freaked me out a little bit like it's, but it's like what weird. simple yeah. edit and, would it because, be like, it kept going they played the entire aria and I was just yeah. like why is this uh. still happening. Honestly, that's a little bit of a lazy mix. But the thing is, like the whole I'm sorry, like it's it's not just a think piece. This is just like the core of the movies devoid of logic, I think, for me is like 
you know, they could do the because the, they set up with the wishing stone that the consequence of this is Diana slow, slowly losing her powers. Right. Not mm-hmm. the fact that they are using another man's body for their own mutual pleasure. So, like, you could have just edited it out and made that the consequence. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing yeah. that's just baffling to me, like, at a writing and editing and, like, process level with this thing is, like, if they were going to drop that whole plot, why not just, like, a quick edit would fix that, right? He could just show yeah. up, be Chris Pine, and then they could, I guess they had the apartment scene where he tries on clothes. Jack, Jack's right. It was it was all about the fanny pack all along. That's, that's what I, we I honestly think that, like, they wrote it a certain way, and then they just never got to rewrite it, where they well, just, like, had the person in the editing room that says, like, guys, we got to cut this shit down. Does he need to go to the Middle East? Does he need to go God, have a body snatching thing? <laughs> do they need to do this? Do they need to go to a separate item for the final battle? Why can't we just have it in Washington, D.C. where it's going to be so much cooler and not super dark outside for no reason where we can't see Cheetah running around? Um, right. The, that was uh, another thing. Is like, we're going to get to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love you guys. We got to talk about the villains. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, right, let's, I, sorry, I apologize. I wanted to go in order. I'm so sorry. I We, we got to get there. And I think that what There's I want to no do is let's start There's no conceivable order. This thing is a fucking <laughs> I, I, well, And that's true that the film true. itself doesn't necessarily make chronological sense. It, should be. Before, before, before I move on to the villains though, I just, I just want to bring up why why, why would Pine's character even, yeah, yes, we, we've been over how it makes no sense how he can fly this mo- this well modern for the 80s uh, jet. How why, why would he being the pilot that he is, the intelligent man that he is, think fireworks? I've never seen these before. I must fly yeah, through them. Well, also, like, are we not under the like? Are we under the like belief that fireworks didn't happen in 1945? Like, I like what fireworks uh, were like in China I, I, in like the 1800s, like, World War One. I, I didn't get that impression. I, I thought he understood what they were, but I thought oh. for some reason I, he thought it would be a great idea to fly through these. You know, because they'd be pretty blasting, exploding <laughs> rockets in a fully fueled aircraft. And not That's only th- what seemed like a bad idea to me. But it and not so only that, cool. he's still in D.C., which means that if he's flying straight through fireworks on the 4th of July, I'm sorry, but in five minutes or less, he's going to have about three fighter jets on his ass shooting him out of the fucking sky. Oh, no, but he's is- invisible. In nineteen eighty, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because Wonder Woman made them invisible. For because this, this is a she power, the power she had of Zeus that she along. never figured out until just now. And we never talk about how invisibility might be useful in the future. There are at least <laughs> three dumb things that are shoehorned in like that. There's that. There's her flying spontaneously. Oh, and, and the armor. And the armor. Just these one note things that. Just suddenly that. need to happen, and they get to the moment in classic DC fashion with no like justification or like earned Ooh. like script, Ooh, whatever. Armor. Yes, I happened to pick this up because I'm the curator of a museum, and I, I stole it, and it's mine now. That yeah. armor. That's what happened. Pissed me off. That armor pissed me off. At the Dude, end of the day. she she was so hot in it though. Oh I'm no 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 no. She looked better once the no. helmet went away. No, yeah. No, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, She looked good in it. I'm not. I'm not saying that it looked bad. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Just, they're like, just unmotivated good. plot bullshit, just to it, look just cool like, for to, like, sell toys. They, 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 they mention it at the very beginning. We don't see anything about. We don't see. We don't say anything about it. She brings it out for like, for, for like two minutes, 
at the end of the movie, or or, or at least two minutes, where, where it's like we get to see her fly with it on and and all and if it's full in its full armor glory, which actually you know what I'm gonna bring it up again once again Transformers two Optimus Prime is like hey you dying old Transformer give me your wings and he flies for thirty seconds blows up the blows up the big thing inside the pyramid and suddenly it's done. It's like it was so pointless if that's all you're gonna use it for. I like I like I like I like legit like that. I love you, Peter. I legit legit love that moment. I like watch that moment all the time. Oh no, it's a great moment. I can't like I can't. I'm sorry. Let's roll. Oh no, no, it's it's a great moment. But for 30 seconds, honey, no, I need more. I need more. I I know. I know. Britney Spears is giving me more. And then he's like, "Let me take your face," and like rips up robots. Those movies are so violent. He like crushes it like it's a nutcracker. Like yeah, he literally like shoves his hand through his chest and then bursts it in his hands yeah. on the far side and i'm like oh god yeah. that's all right i love it's, let's, it's let's not get me and peter boss. on transformers on this in this wonder woman review please sorry sarah, sarah take you, it i away. think you were saying something <laughs> please sweet jesus yes, take it away about the the you know two minutes that she's wearing the golden armor on screen i swear i saw a trailer where that scene happened in daylight did mm. they like color yep. it to be nighttime for some they, nope, dumb they faked, reason that made they, it look really bad? No, they faked it out. They they uh, did a daylight uh, toned one that they put in the trailer that doesn't happen anywhere. Oh my god! Yeah, I hated that because that armor would look so much better in the daytime. It does because the armor looks fine. What they're doing is making it super fucking dark. D- 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 Dark. You want to run that <laughs> by me again? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! No! <laughs> Holy fuck! Uh, sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I. We'll get I, to the gay elements of this movie in a minute. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Talking like this now. Anyways, uh, yeah. Though they're, uh, they're, they. I, I for, I've lost everything. Please continue. They made, they made it look really dark. They, they made the, made the armor look really dark. And it didn't to, look to really hide good. Kristen Wiig's bad CGI. That's what they're trying to do. Sorry, that's what I was going to say. See, it's, it's all, know, it's that all, makes sense. Yeah, and that, and that's why they did it. And it's and I, I'm going to talk about this in a minute because I don't understand where the fuck they have any excuse for bad CGI in any of this. But first, let's talk about Maxwell Lord, <laughs> Kristen Wiig as villains in this movie, and the ultimate biggest issue, which is the fact that there's a wishing rock. So this movie has no goddamn limit or chill. <laughs> I disagree. I don't think the wishing rock itself is the problem. It's the fact that it doesn't have any rules, or it does, and they change them three times, and you can't really have stakes without rules. Like, you need internal logic to, like, have consequences to things. As much as, like, as silly as it is, and yes, Marvel has, like, Infinity Stones, but you kind of know what each of the Infinity Stones do. Like, there are rules. There are expectations, you know? There's some kind of, like... Um, Well, I mean... Marvel's done bad before on stuff like this, where it's like it's like kind of ill-defined stakes. Like I'm, this is that's a comic book issue. I think the issue for me is is just like the, the issue is that uh, for me with the Wishing Stone is one of the primary issues is that they're trying to adapt Maxwell Lord into like a Trump figure, and it and it works and doesn't work at the same time. One of the the, the classic Maxwell Lord power is that he's a mind control guy and so he can mind control people and send them after wonder woman and then wonder woman has like well i can't kill these people so i gotta you know put him down but you know and then get to maxwell lord before he does that and, and maxwell lord is actually a very famous wonder woman villain uh primarily because she fucking killed him because <laughs> uh and that's one of my favorite things I, saw, a huge, I, I heard about this yeah this is a huge difference between wonder woman in the comics versus wonder woman in the movies because patty jenkins has always taken wonder woman towards the more superman trying to make her a female superman in terms of like like that level of like Superman style, like she, he doesn't 
kill people. He does the other things. But it's an ideological it's actually, like battle for her. Kinda, yeah. a, a lot of fans suspect that there was a decision in the universe because the way that Superman killed Zod at the end of Man of Steel was literally how Wonder Woman kills Maxwell Lord in the comics. Because Maxwell Lord mind controls Superman is having him beat Batman to death. And, and Wonder Woman in the context of the comics is a warrior and she just gets shit done. She's like, no, I have no problem with this. Crack. Yes. And it's yes. done. That's why people like Wonder Woman in the comics is a little different. I don't have a problem with Patty Jenkins Superman ish Wonder Woman because it's more about hope and it's kind of what we needed at the time and in the first movie it totally works but there is a huge divergence between the character in the comics and the character of this because Wonder Woman is like I'm I'm just gonna wreck shit now and not give a well, fuck but she like, killed Ares in the first movie right that's true yeah she totally does that sure. I mean she's a little bit more probably hurt by I mean the, the the Wonder Woman in the comics is literally like breaks a dude's neck is like I don't literally give a fuck and it's also and one also, of my so like I guess you know in the in the film Ares is like a god and Maxwell Lord is just a person yeah, yeah. Well, it's, and, it's, and, and and she and she and in the first movie she went, like Diana also kind of went into it thinking I need to take out Ares period like so right, she went right. into it with like with killing him yeah we, we're gonna we're gonna assassinate like it's like technically an assassination <laughs> like, 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 honest, I mean it is it is what it is no but Human, I, I do are like you ready I, mean, to I have kill no problem <laughs> I have no problem with the concept of the, her talking her way through the problem like you know yeah. what I mean like it's yeah, just yeah, and yeah. that's the version this is that version of Wonder Woman that's definitely more like they <clears throat> Like and they they have her in the movie, but they want to echo the Linda Carter kind of more of like a super yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like a, they kind a of much try to thread the needle a little bit maybe with like the moment where she electrocutes Cat uh, Cheetah, and you're kind of oh. like, okay, they're making a big deal of this, so I guess she's actually going to die, and then she just kind of goes Doesn't. unconscious for a little bit, which like, which is also. Plot yeah, armor. there's no there's no point to that, and also one of the things that I think is like a really good point is is like they just go out of their way to be like yeah everybody's wish would be super shitty and i'm like well, what if somebody wished for like world peace incredibly you know? cynical <laughs> yeah. this this you film know? that's what i'm talking about this film is incredibly cynical and sincere at the same time it's incredibly cynical about like what all you people you know it's like i can't i was i wasn't intending to bring this up but like the imagine video i haven't even seen i shouldn't even fucking bring that into it but like it is it's like you know you people you know you just need to give up what you want it's like there might be people that want you know like good things yeah there's like selfless people out there (laughs) there's like eight billion wishes and we're like sorry i don't know how many there's like actually a lot less people in 1984 but like there's like six billion or some wishes and it's like yeah i mean i'm sure somebody had to wish for world peace and it just not happened because that's a paradox with what's happening okay like that's that's like let's just admit that wonder woman who has been like okay with using this man's body to like fuck her dead boyfriend for like a few days is suddenly decided that everybody else needs to renounce their wishes right away and she gets to tell you're all, all being selfish they need to be selfless <laughs> yeah i mean come on i literally raped a man 24 hours ago <laughs> i'm so oh sorry I don't, it's God. not sarah's right it's not that but at the same time it's very but uncomfortable it's, but you are also right it's not that far off it's yeah. definitely not good it's it's not Goldfinger though. How about that? That's like that, yeah. that's that, yeah. that's a sad thing. I didn't think I'd have to say about fucking Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, you said it. Look at Paris. I want to bring. I want to bring up those. That should be. I want to bring up. I want to bring up though with a with 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 Barbara like Cheetah and and how and how like when uh when when Laura was like was like I give you like like looking at Barbara looking at her he's like I give you their hate and their and their hate and their and their anger whatever. It's just like and, and how and how and how with uh with with with, with Diana's um hysteria armor. It's like oh, we made it dark to cover the bad CGI. 
I, I suddenly realized, oh, they, they, for all we know, very well could have like either shot or because it had to be CG, uh, laid out a whole scene where we get to see the transformation of her, like, of her going from like just full on human to now full on cheetah. But they were like, this looks like shit. We shouldn't show it because I'm sorry if the CG had been, if the CG had been good enough, I would have loved to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think could see that, where they were going with it. Yeah. And like the idea was cool. The execution did not. Yeah. And, and that's what they were going for. Yeah, that's yeah, ultimately yeah. like the, the, this whole movie is so disappointing to me in terms of like the fact that I think there are some like fantastic, fantastic ideas biting into Trump. Like, I mean, my only comment, Terry about the Trump element is like they just didn't go fucking far enough really yeah. like it's a, yeah. it's a little bit of a fake out like I mean he's just in the White House for like five minutes mind controlling people like it's not actually Trump I mean he is a failed businessman and that's definitely there and that's where they're taking it and that's where they should and it's good I still I don't think it's there I just don't think it's like enough there and also like why are we redeeming him like honestly as soon no. as they made it Max the Trump figure was Maxwell Lord who is most famous for getting his neck broke by Wonder Woman I was like do it just yeah. fucking as a comic fan the moment that they said it was maxwell lord and he's tr- and he's like trump i'm like okay they're gonna do this like, she's right. just gonna break trump's neck on screen just do it and it's like, it. he's like are you gonna go there because you know it's fiction so you have plausible deniability you might as well yeah it was yeah just do it yeah just, the, uh, the fact that you know trump gets lassoed by before the election was, was uh, it's a possibility yeah 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 <laughs> the fact that trump analog gets lassoed by truth is great yeah it works on paper i'd love to see that however the fact that he has half-assed fatherhood for all of the movie and then the <laughs> oh. truth is that he cares is kind of like too much how too does much. that work <laughs> Yeah. No, no. At some the point, there are people that, that are just like empty inside. Yeah, it's like, and don't don't tell me his fatherhood saved him, right? That's like that's so obtuse. That's such a cop that's, out. That's Gal is really trying to. Say it was, it, it was, it was, it was a cop out for like I don't know, like I, the, the, conceptually, I agree with you entirely. Like you know, her trying to lie about something. I, first off, I want young Diana to lie a little bit more. This is the context. I wanted her. I wanted her to like lie a little bit more directly and like actually have it have her do something wrong like she's a child right, like it's not cheating gonna, at it's a sports competition or taking a shortcut is like kind of a few steps from um i i don't what whatever max lord is i guess you know um uh, yeah I, f- I feel like there's maybe a bit of a gulf there right <laughs> like you know conceptually there's uh burning the world to get what you want <laughs> which is never clear and clearly he's like affected by the stone also yeah let's just talk about the fact that they never mentioned the god like that that actually it is and they say yes, monkey's pond like four times and i was like yeah okay guys like you could have just I don't know. I feel like and, 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 really and I and I even sat through the credits think, think, thinking that there would be some post credit scene and they'd show they showed the god off and it's like, I'll get them next time. Nope. None of that. Nope. I mean, there was a post credit scene. It was a good post credit scene. I I did actually like Linda. I I, I like that a lot. Oh, you do? Oh, why? I didn't know who the fuck that was for one. (laughs) It was Linda Carter, Trevor. Well, now I know. I know. And it would have meant a great deal if the movie had somehow contextualized that. But uh, instead, they put it in at the end. And I don't know who it is. I've even forgotten the name of the person who she's supposed to be in the universe because it doesn't matter. I looked it up to, to make sure. But I was like, okay, surely this is the woman who originally played Wonder Woman, and it was. No, yeah, no, yeah, I, no, I, it, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, 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 
That's it's a nitpick. I I I don't disagree with Trevor that like it. it I think the issue for me is that it's 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 attached to the armor. Her appearance is attached right. to yeah. justifying the dumb armor, which is like why I think of it as dumb. I think a Linda Carter cameo is adorable, but the fact that it's attached to some other bad writing decisions of the movie probably like is like you know that's yeah. unforgivable from <laughs> that's, my that, point that, of view. I agree. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's the other thing too. I think that I I, I just feel like there's so much there's so much good conception that was put down on paper and then it just feels like a slop job after yeah. the fact. Well, another right? weird problem is that we're too many villains. Sorry, I, I keep derailing us, but I'm trying to get us back to the last time I did where you wanted to bring up Cheetah and Max Lord. We haven't really talked <laughs> about Cheetah yet. We I need to talk about Cheetah because Cheetah is also a good conceptual idea. I, if you don't mind me running with it, like sure. Cheetah conceptually is about the fact that, you know, Wonder Woman is powerful and is able to take power into the context. And here's a, like a woman who is not powerful. How does they deal with Wonder Woman? How does Wonder Woman deal with her and her and like them talking to each other? And it just kind of becomes a thing. It's like, you know. In, in essence, Cheetah just wants the power to not be sexually assaulted at some point, which is like kind of, you know, at some point, I'm like, like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, what about all the people that are like had cancer and wish to not have cancer? Do they just die now and they gave up their wish for like no reason? I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where it's like, you know. There's nothing. Kristen Wiig's character is like at no point in the wrong until she like she like lo- like loses her humanity, which is a classic. Whenever thing. that like, happens, they, it, yeah. pretty much when well, Diana tells us it happens. But Sarah, Sarah oh, I want to hear what Sarah thinks about, about, about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll show. Okay, up. so I, I have a, a lot to say about uh, Barbara's character. Actually, from the very beginning, I love that she and Diana go on this sweet. I'm going to use the word date because it is that's definitely because it is. Date. It's a date. They go on this sweet, adorable date. And Diana talks about how much she admires Barbara and, you know, how funny she is and sociable and all of these lovely things. And then when Barbara gets a chance to wish on the stone, even if she doesn't realize that's what's happening at the time, she essentially just is like, I want to be popular. Which, (laughs) When she says, I want to be like Diana, she doesn't realize that she's saying, I want to be a superhero. What she means is she wants to be pretty and she wants to be like socially adept and things like that, which is not a great message to send to young girls watching this film. Now, granted, I realize that she becomes a villain Villain. later in the film and that's fine. But when it first happened, I was like, okay, this is problematic. This is... This is not how, I mean, on the other hand, it was the 80s and that was how you got farther in life was by being pretty and being socially adept and all of those things. And yes, it does. The superpowers absolutely help her take out assholes who, you know, try to sexually assault her when she's walking home in the middle of the night. And, you know, that's a good thing. But then, as you say, you know, just or as you know, as the plot says, really, she takes it too far and must become evil. And I really don't understand why the plot of this film couldn't have left out Steve Trevor entirely and been an arc of Wonder Woman and Cheetah falling in love and then Cheetah becoming evil and then Wonder Woman has to kill her. And yes, I realize that goes against my argument uh, against barrier gaze, but it would have made more sense than the Steve Trevor plot line. Agreed, it, agreed, of, agreed. And would have been more compelling. Yeah. I think I think in the right context, there's a, like right ways to do it. And like exactly that. And I, I think, think the, that with yeah. classic villains and stuff like that, where they have a love triangle, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not a love triangle. You know what I mean? But it, yes, it's it's it, it, it works. And it, and, it, and if you're going to if, if, if it thematically is capable, it's 
it's it's okay to get past some barrier gay context you know what i mean like there's very few you have to you have to work for it in my it's it's real tricky yeah (laughs) it's real tricky but i would have allowed it in this context because it would have made more sense than steve trevor inhabiting the body of some random 80s guy there's still just no reason for that sorry yeah kristen wig is so great up front sorry i just want to say what i liked about it kristen wig is so great up front and they just totally waste her by hitching her to max lord and to where she just gets tied to him where it is so important to her that she what she has gotten in the short term that she becomes willing to like say fuck the rest of the world over it's just such a huge leap and she has so little time to be her own character before that has to happen and we got the apex predator fucking speech and it just all goes downhill from there yeah the problem for me is that you know she's a zoologist and they even established that in her background which is that like you know the original cheetah setup is that she studies i mean it's classic superhero setup she studies stuff and you know experiments on herself and then becomes cheetah and as she as has superhuman does. powers yeah as as one does you know you want you be spider-man and you end up a cheetah that has no humanity for some reason uh, but like, <laughs> like but the, what happens in the film as i think one of y'all uh sent a meme about this to our group chat yeah yes. how she saw diana's shoes the first time she met her and was like i'm gonna base my whole outlook or my, my whole yeah, persona yeah. on yeah. these shoes this, can we this can this we just you know stop lesbian. heels being a fucking theme in movies like can right. women inability to do heels just stop being a thing like like yeah, I, I just, back to I what just, you're saying right sarah we're like oh you can use heels now you have been like upgraded as a woman and like you can like oh, I, it, it yeah, kind of like feels like that a little bit right like yeah it's, it's like it's, it's like are we really gonna be here with this like i just say it I, 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 it's also look the other the other element too that is that really drives me like kind of fucking nuts about like cheetah in the context of this is that like it's actually not doing an emotional ass pull with the character is not actually a bad thing one of my favorite villains in a superhero movie doc ock has like the tentacles get in his brain and it works because contextually at the end of the movie doc ox conquers his stuff and has a villain redemption arc which is the only reason to set her plot up in that way and then it feels really much like whatever her redemption moment at the end of the movie that was supposed to happen just got cut That's my thought process. That's the only reason to set up like, oh, her mind is being fucked with by her powers is so that she can overcome it. And it's like she was actually good all along and establish that. I guess she renounces her wish at the same time as everybody else. I'm not saying that qualifies, but that did happen. Did she though? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I mean, she doesn't say any shit out loud. She just looks at it and she just doesn't, she just doesn't turn back into cheating. Yeah, no, did Uh. she though? Because, because, because my, because my thought on that is she wished to be more like Diana before, before, before Maxwell Lord at the very end said, I give you my give you their anger, their hatred, and then and then had her like have the physical change into Cheetah. She was already like strong, agile, all all, all that shit before Maxwell was like all this. So my thought process is she's no longer a Cheetah, but she still kind of hates Diana because 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 kind of to go back to Sarah's point with, with how they could have taken out Steve Trevor and, and made made it, made it a little made it a love story between between Barbara and Diana. Even if they even if they didn't necessarily make it. A, a, a love story if, if they wanted to just you know keep them as friends because international because international cinema uh and international theater audiences have at least have part of it be a have part of their story be that be, be diana learning that as much as you love someone as much as you care for someone you can't 
always save them. It's sometimes sometimes up to them. Actually, not even sometimes. It is yes. uh, it, not, not even sometimes. It is up to that person to decide whether or not they want to be redeemed. And it's Di- and, and it could be Diana. And it, it, part of part of the story could have been Diana learning like, yeah, you want shit, can't always get it, even if you fucking want it. <laughs> Yeah, that could have been somebody who doesn't want to be saved. Yeah, that yeah, could have and, been and your story. Yeah, it, it's it's there's a yeah, yeah like I think one of the things that drives me again that's nuts about this movie is that my immediate thought process is to man, what was wrong with this script? Like I can fix yeah. this, and we, and then you, we all we all everybody here started theorizing. Like we don't do this on the average movie. Like we don't fucking pick up and well, be like every well, once in a while on the big Hollywood ones we do. I think feel like maybe, maybe occasionally like Star Wars and shit like that. But like this is the thing Definitely I want to bring Star up Wars. with. with Patty Jenkins recently came out before the release of this saying that remember when we all reviewed 2017 Wonder Woman and said the ending was kind of big and CG and everything else like DC that we don't necessarily like didn't feel like the movie was necessarily going in that direction. Patty Jenkins came out and said, yeah, I'm still happy with the end movie, but I had a different plan. Warner Brothers weighed in and we had to do the big CGI bullshit at the end of the first Wonder Woman. So it's just kind of like flabbergasting to me to like see how weird and silly this movie is and like and sincere but cynical at the same time and just wonder like what the balance was there because i've already read that like the studio wanted to cut the opening scene which i agree with so it's very rare for us to agree with the studio like usually it's it's always like and and i I have faith that patty jenkins has put out some real good fucking movies like my thought process is like how did patty jenkins get fucked into making this movie because that's my sorry that's very i don't need to cuss as much as i do Um, it's it's too weird my point is it's like it's too I, i mean it's not my original I heard this somewhere too, but it's kind of too weird for it to be just the studio kind of like it, it definitely right yeah <laughs> like, yeah it, it this is her I mean unfortunately like there's there's not really a way to say that like this is gotta be her because conceptually from a script writing perspective like I don't see what the fuck I mean and the other thing too is like classic movies that get fucked like this like Iron Man 2 are because it's mm-hmm. in the nexus of a universe building scenario oh, oh, yeah. and that's still on the this table this one was this one gave no shits about the rest of the DC universe because well, it's we almost know. completely dead we don't know Dude, how much what, the, what, what did they set up what are they set we up don't know the what the they DC? were going to set up that they didn't. I don't know. They could still be micromanaging but, this right, shit. Look, look, my point, they could, but my point is they're not like typically why the studio does that is to set up a bunch of other products. There wasn't any flash tie-ins. There wasn't any, anything no, else. No, I mean, you can't because it's 1984. But my point is what if there were going to be, they wrote the story for that, canceled those projects. The skeleton is still there and we have to ride around the skeleton we already filmed. Like I just don't take Ooh. it for granted that it's not, I don't know, man. I'm just, no, 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 it's all no, speculation just, too. I, it's like, a speculation, but like, it's it's not bad speculation. I mean, I'm, I'm not like criticizing. I hadn't thought about that. Like they had a bunch of tie ins and then just canceled it because of the rest of the DCU is currently like it's also not an original thought of mine. It's just it's more speculation shit that I'm reading, too. So don't. Yeah, well, I, I just felt like they went into the wish thing like really hardcore. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's one thing. It's like that's never been mentioned in the history of the DC universe. So it's like mm. one of the things. Remember that time in 1984 when we all got wishes and it just went to shit and we all had right. to renounce? them for some reason yeah, that's they're, the other they're weird with they're the going to bring that up ground they're going to have to bring that shit up I I, they have a, to. And that's, well, there is a universe constraint where they've established that Wonder Woman was around forever during which, everything and again, made no impact on the world after World War One. Terrible so. decision. 
Wonder Woman just apparently pined for 40 years and then just did nothing through the other 40 years. That's some turbulent, just, that's some just turbulent moping. times, guys. Just, just Vietnam happens. Like, what Well, the they have fuck? that thing where she, she, you know, she uses her crown to take out all this security footage and, and whispers like, nah, I was never here. Like, this is like the Superman thing. And, you know, well, they try to make it work a like, little bit. But it's like, girl, people, st- people still saw you. Yeah, you everybody's know, you there. That, right? You're in a miniskirt still. Like people are not going to forget that. Yeah, it's, it's like they, 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 they may not have camera phones like like, they, like we do in the 21st century, but they do have eyes. And hundreds of people, uh, and if hundreds of people have a similar story, they ain't lying. I really miss her pants design from New 52. I, like, I, I agree. Re- I, I don't understand why she can't have pants. I still don't get that a little bit. I, I I probably they're probably they're doing a classic. They're trying to do the classic Linda Carter look with her outfit, but at the same time, I'm just like, man, give her pants. Guys. <laughs> I mean, is that is that just me? It could be just me. I mean, for what I, I like both. If, if if I if I can make like just one side comment that like doesn't really amount to anything, um, this is just based purely on like the posters that that that, that have been released for, that have been released for this movie, including the including the character posters, not just with how she wore the armor, but like we see none of it except for like five minutes. This movie wasn't colorful enough for me. I need exactly. I needed I needed more like because it's like if, because if you're going to based so much of your advertising on it's like this is the 80s neon like like like, 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 like super colorful shit like all, like all of that influence i'm gonna need more of it to show up sometimes even even if it's just like a special effect shit in, in, in like in like certain fights because you want because you want it to like look stylistically cool you know you know you know you know because 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 perhaps you want to take a page from from from, from the from the Wachowski's uh Wachowski's uh st- a speed racer you know just for, for like just for the fighting scenes like i need more color it it, 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 it felt so bland <laughs> i'm so glad you brought that up peter i feel like that poster is the single biggest reason i'm so disappointed in this i needed yeah. that shot of adrenaline of adrenaline color and yeah. like just like technicolor shit well, this one Yes, yeah, all that, of them. That, the, every yes. single, ev- well, and every there's the one with the bird armor where she's got a, a fist raised with the big block letter text. Like, um, like okay, so here, here's here's a here's a question which I don't think this technically gets into it. Uh, Sarah and me, uh, I think we've we've been we've been in shows together, mostly on Animania, where we've had situations where we said, you know, sound euphonium specifically, where there's enough of a gay baiting element there for it not to be where it just ruins the show in the context of us. Do you think that wonder woman in some context is gay baiting? Probably. I probably no. lean towards no. Yeah. I was about no. to say, but like, I think it's a, it's a valid question. Do you know what I mean? Almost. I, w- I almost wish it had been. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why? I need to know why. I need to know why. Let me talk this through first. So before Steve Trevor shows up unnecessarily, which we all agree, he was not a necessary character in this film. Yeah, I, I, you know, Diana and Barbara go on this lovely little date. And it's they, a date. They have at least as much chemistry as she and Pine do, right? Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Girl, yes. Certainly Barbara is, you know, infatuated with Diana from the moment she lays eyes on her. I mean, who as one um, as one would be. As who doesn't, let's be real, you know, um Gal Gadot wearing tweed is my new aesthetic. Oh, but anyway. Dude, the split side dress. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Also that, yes. I don't know. The that that tweed jacket with the 
you know, the the blue like vest, over yeah. the, the collared shirt. Uh, that's, yeah. Mm. Look at look at my shock face hot. here into that. Yep. <laughs> that was yep. hot. Anyway. Yep. But like after that date that she and Barbara go on, it's like there's nothing else. It's like I would rather I don't know. I wish that they had more like I don't I feel like their conflict would have made more sense if they had had a closer relationship. No, Whether that's baiting or not, I don't know. But you know, do, do you guys know? Oh, no, no, I get it. Yeah. No, for sure. Be- okay. Because because since because uh, since they really only had like that one significant reaction or, or not reaction interaction. Um, any any time any time for the, for the rest of the movie where where, where, they, where they where they interacted again, like the the levity of like of why should I care was lost on me. It's yeah. Like it's it's it can, because it's like why is Diana caring about this one woman other than simp other than the simple fact that Diana cares about humanity in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, there's there's a lo- there's so much in this movie to actually I talk have, about. I have one more thing that I would like to bring up before we go ahead. Go yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. And this is actually something that uh, my Katie brought up to me. After I told her I'd watched this film, I had to watch it without her because she's been busy all weekend and I wanted to watch it so I could be on this cast. But she had heard about um, one of the scenes that takes place in. I guess they're supposed to be in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah, there's a yeah, fictional yeah. Middle Eastern yeah. country, I think. In it's the it's it's it's, it's so vague. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I distinctly remember pyramids. So at one point they were in Cairo for sure. Oh, but there's a scene that takes place in the Middle East where um, Wonder Woman saves like these four kids who are playing on the road or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This missile strike where there's oh, the thing with the missile is that Chris Pine. Shoots it off another unnecessarily ridiculous scene, but Chris Pine <laughs> shoots off this missile. Wonder Woman grabs onto it with her lasso of truth, uses the inertia of the missile to get in front of the cars that are heading for these kids, throws the missile harmlessly off into the distance harmlessly. and like rolls these kids to safety. Right. That's what happens. Katie was wondering if that had any um, relation to um, a drone strike that happened in the Middle East where four children died and Gal Gadot supported it because she was in the IDF. Uh, I haven't read about I it. I do not Katie's, know. Like main takeaway of for potential the, problems with this I, film. I, I, I think the answer for the viewer is the at home. I just great. need to. Yeah, for the viewer at home, I just need to say all four, like all three faces that weren't Sarah, just like turned into pure horror. Like after that, I mean, mine, mine doesn't look like, great either. Like, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's just like everybody's eyes got really big. <laughs> granted, I have I have done no research into. Uh, yeah, this. I. I I, I am I, I I love you Sarah I am hesitant to even bring it up because I don't I, I mean I can't imagine that any of them would be I don't want to say it because they could be that dumb they could be that dumb this yeah. movie's kind of dumb actually I, I know dumb. I realize that I I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to oh well I uh, suffice to Jack say awkward I'm not, host noises I, I'm not well versed on the you politics can cut either this bit out if you want, Jack. oh no no I'm, I'm totally fine no, I'm not I you know me I don't cut shit <laughs> Like there's there's like there's like ten minutes of me on the bathroom and like one episode of the pen and paper pod. You can go oh listen to that. It's or, a minute when and I run half away and leave your out assholes. of the room. It's fine. 
It's gay. I'm not physically on a bathroom. It's gay. Sure, I'm not. Exaggerate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I I don't know how to I don't know how to I don't have the I I am how about this I am incredibly uncomfortable answering any of those questions without having done some serious research yeah. there. Do you know what uh, I mean? So I'm I don't, fairly confident I that. Into it more before I brought it up. No, 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 no you're fine. You no, no, that's I've, valid. It's I've valid. Heard, like some about the opposite. I'm fairly confident that like the Middle Eastern politics in the film aren't great. I mean, like yeah, is no, there they any, suck. Is anybody optimistic about it? Because I'm, I'm I don't, no, I, don't I think it's, I think it's all super non vague and nondescript, and it's also like Wonder Woman's gonna fix the world's problems, and it's also like why are we having this sequence where she's like in the Middle East, like of all the also like of all the superheroes that you're gonna do that with, like I mean, uh, pretty much the only person that could get away with it is like Iron Man because Iron that's Man like, did get away with it because the bad guy was another white guy in the end, right? Like that's the reason. That's much. that's the reason <laughs> like, they get away with that. That is correct. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. As much as we hate that sequence at the end of the movie, it serves a very good purpose in not making that film boast it's racist. Uh, so yeah, no, I I uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I'm not gonna comment because I, I I just I want to do more research before I follow up. I don't. I think that the notion of talking about it and thinking about it and trying to feel what it feel it out is totally valid, Sarah. You know what I mean? Like I I, I mean that's totally a valid thing. Also, the Gal Gadot comment in question is like. You know, like it's not. Yeah, let's not. Let's not go there. Oh, my God. Anyways. uh, Yeah. So I I have a bit here and I'm going to take us off this uh, because I got Ben actually sent in his score. And I thought before we started doing scores that we would go ahead and read uh, Ben's a couple paragraphs right here that he did this. So let's get right. I'm a Ben voice, uh, which is not really voice. I don't know. It's with a heavy heart that I must report that Wonder Woman 1984 is kind of bad. I wish it wasn't. I love the first film and was very excited for this one. Even after the very silly opening action sequences, I was excited for goofy throwbacks to the 70s and 80s superhero movies like Superman and Supergirl. But sadly, this film is so punishingly long. I am not opposed to long superhero films, but this was just so poorly uh, paced that an hour in, I was sure I was nearing the end only to find out that I had another hour and a half to go. I I swear to God, there's literally a perfect moment when the entire audience looks at their watch in this movie. It's it's perfect. Yeah, no, it's exactly what happened. All right. Continuing on the performances are all solid, but the pine relationship is poorly laid out and undercuts Diana's interesting aspects at every turn. The wish rules are poorly defined and bad the film has nothing going on it for most of the running time then suddenly shifts into manic chaos for the last 30 minutes also this film has a distinct lack of 80s soundtrack music and barely uses the time frame outside of aesthetics that's a good point Ben uh again there's some I hadn't thought about there was so much 80s music that could have been on this movie yeah yeah, not even enough aesthetics right yeah yeah I I there's so much 80s there's there's all this there's when you can have 80s music just any girl punk times I will say that but any any 80s girl punk oh my god what what is this okay Uh, again there's nothing here I all right again there's nothing there's something here I give a lot of praise for the film making the final action beat a moment of compassion plea i love that none of the major figures in the film died and yet and yet still had an arc i just think sadly everything else was poorly done sloppy and just frustrating i think a thing that we're all saying is sloppy uh also if you make a film with a magic rock maybe you shouldn't also deal with middle east politics oil <laughs> futures and nuclear <laughs> proliferation at the same time he gives it a four out of ten huh. all right 
I'm going to toss this uh, first up over to Trevor. Then we'll go Sarah, then Peter, then myself. Or I can go if anyone doesn't want to go. They can swap in. I don't actually need to go last. It's mostly because I just want to do the math. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Math is important. It's important. It is. Yeah, I got to do math. And I can't add and subtract, as you all know. I've done this. Apparently, we've gotten a lot of Twitter. So we've done a lot better better Twitter traffic lately. Uh, Apparently, there's multiple episodes where I've done the math wrong. <laughs> Somebody has yelled at me on Twitter about it, which I was like, fuck. Okay. Anyways, people are actually listening now and like listening and be like, Jacks can't add. So okay, apparently. That's right. Uh save me from my uh numbers based illiteracy. That's not a thing. No, this is like numerical literacy. What is it? Okay. Yeah, this is not helping my case. Thing? Trevor, please score this oh, movie. Um yeah, I don't know how much better I can say it than Ben. I uh, I'm also at a four. I uh yeah, I, I'm just baffled considering how like the thing that was universally not great about the first one, as much as we all loved it, everyone like had the criticism that like, yeah, the ending went a little bigger than it had to. And then this is like the biggest plot global incident significance imaginable. And I'm just like, where? how did we go from like here to here? I, I just I'm so baffled by that. And um you know, it's just it, it gives itself so much to <laughs> so much to labor under. Um, I, I don't we talked about the action a little bit. I guess the only other thing I had was, uh, you know, as silly as uh, and and maybe shallow at times cynical as this movie is, if it had good action and the action was tied to the plot and to its successful, sincere moments, that would be something it had going for it. Unfortunately, I don't think the. I mean, the action's okay. Again, I'm kind of glad that we moved away from Zack Snyder's aesthetic, but also what replaced it wasn't very strong either, I don't think. Um, You know, there's some weightlessness. And again, just where the action happens in the film, it feels like padding a lot of the time to me. It just seems kind of like padding for time. Um, Yeah, I don't really have a stronger statement than that. So, yeah. Okay, uh, Sarah. Um, I'm also going to give this a four out of 10. Holy shit. Honestly. Um, the story was a lot more haphazard than it needed to be. And I think all of us did a little bit of mental rewriting of our own, which is a testament to say that if we're all watching it, thinking this story could be better in this way, it was not put together well in the first place. Um, the soundtrack choices could have been a whole lot better. Um, there are lots of problematic things with this film in terms of, I don't know, I guess, character motivation, like with Barbara essentially just wanting to be like pretty and popular. And I don't know that, that, that really rubbed me the wrong way very early on in the film. And, um, yeah, four out of 10, not an absolute dumpster fire of a disaster, but definitely disappointing. Uh, Peter. Um, yeah, I have to give it a four two. I was going to, I was going to think 4.5. Oh, I, I was going to say 4.5, but I was going to say 4.5 originally. I'm going to be the most positive. How is that possible? <laughs> it was, what it was, the fuck, guys? it was, it was, because it should have been gayer. It, it was, it a, been my gayer. score was originally going to be a five, but after talking for the past hour, I have to, I have to lower my score down to a four because, the, because like we've all been saying, this movie has, it, it had the potential to be so good. 
but 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 just a not following through on st- on stuff that should have happened, and then b having the movie be so much longer than it needs to be to get the point across, which it was a point that wasn't even that strong. Like it's 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 upsetting because I, because I wanted this movie to be I wanted this movie to be to be to be good because because Gal Gadot does great as Diana. I, I the, f- the first movie was great. I I wanted this movie to be great, but it just didn't do it for me. So I'm not. So I I I, I realize I realize that 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 the Jenkins is is a completely different person and director and 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 and, what, and whatever and whatever to 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 the other directors that that are part of the DCEU. But it makes me kind of like concerned about what the future films are going to be with these with the exception with the exception of uh james gunn's the suicide squad i think that movie will be fine because it's james gunn but it's like if this is what wonder woman 2 is like what's the rest of the dceu gonna be like that's my worry what's the rest of these films gonna what's gonna happen the rest of these movies how's the rest of the shit gonna pan out yeah i so I am uh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, I threw him for a loop with that four. We need no because I didn't think I was gonna have to play devil's advocate. It'd be like somewhat positive. You know what I mean? Like I'm and, I, and I'm at a four point five. I'm by no stretch positive or recommend this movie at this point, which is which is the difficult thing to talk about here. Uh, and and I'm only barely above them because I don't give it a five. I'm not wishy washy about this. This is not good i think one of the things that i think is ultimately the 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 kiss back for this movie for me is just the the level of boldness here in mm-hmm. terms of that and it just never goes quite far it just it exists it's so bold in like it's in a just a really weird sort of way it's bold in ways i would have never thought this movie would have been and it's one of those things where it's like I, actually it's it's one of those things where it's like i just wanted to go like just a step farther like if you're gonna if you're gonna like lock into the wish spell and anything can happen like there's no reason not to break like do the whole panel and break maxwell lord's neck on screen and you made him trump which is just awesome i'm just saying but like at the same time i i maybe i like had too much of an expectation based on that in my comic book history here going into it because there was just i don't know there, there was just setups. So I was like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And then when she doesn't do it and, and this thing, it, it robbed me a little bit of that moment. Cause I do think the lasso of tr- lassoing Trump with the lasso of truth is just conceptually amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as soon as it happened, I was like, Oh, this is going to be magical. And then he has a redemption arc about loving his children. And, and like everybody in the audience just went off, you know, <laughs> that, was, that was, that was, I mean, that, that's, that's the thing. It's like, this is, there's so many amazing moments that, hook into the zeitgeist and then have a m- other than in there just absolutely countered by moments that are just everybody's like nope i'm out you know it's, and it's 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 both like it's weird that this is like a movie of an incredible highs and incredible lows and that's and that's and that's just like the up and downness of it and i think ultimately i'd rather have something a little bit you know there's a lot of things out there that i prefer that are a little bit more milk toast and it's not to say it's a it's a it's something that we should just make everything milk toast what it is, is it has to do with the fact that ultimately like you just it just it's just everything Thing that's good about this is countered in some way form or fashion like Kristen Wiig's characters has a good arc and setup and everything's fine and that's things but then they don't address the character in the arc at the end of it and she just disappears at the end of the movie also why the fuck is all this CGI bad like you had all the time that you needed in quarantine. This movie got pushed back. Like what before the fuck quarantine, happened? It was delayed too. Yes, it yeah, was delayed true. before quarantine, which is also which, which also, also makes also, you wonder like so much more time happened. for like yeah, yeah. meddling, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is why which uh, apparently they just like decided to dump it out. And my question is, 
Wait, okay, so here's here's my here's my generalized theory. I think th- they they made this movie, it was bad, and DC came back and they're like, okay, we're gonna reshoots and try to fix this movie. Uh, and then quarant- and while mid reshoots, quarantine begins, and they're like, okay, well we'll just wait till after quarantine. And then halfway through it, they realize Trump's gonna be out of office, and they're like, well let's just shit it onto uh, HBO. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's I think that's ultimately what happened is that eventually they just kind of finished up and pushed a bad movie out the door because of quarantine a little bit and then they were never came back to fix it because there's there there are there are very few movies that actually like successfully go back to reshoots and become better movies in my opinion uh there but there are examples and and patty jenkins is a good director like so uh this just really doesn't feel like her i mean she made monster guys like she's done good stuff like she's a good director and it just and I, and I think a lot of my, my a lot of the things I hate about this movie are, have less to do with like this. I mean, I do think there's a huge cinematography issue in this movie, but, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. The bigger issue for me is just it feels very scattershot edited and it's just it just felt like, you know, they're like, OK, we've made it so that this is Trump based and very timely. We got to essentially shit it out. And that's my theory as to what happened, essentially. Uh, I that will never none of that will ever fucking get confirmed no matter what. We will never know. But I just it, it fits with the timeline of the delays and the reshoots and everything else. Like they just didn't have a finished project when quarantine started. They instead of reshooting it, they just tried to fix it in editing and it didn't work out. And yeah, then they just crapped it out instead of delaying it because Trump is going to be out of office. So I am very curious if they would have not done it if he had won the election. <laughs> that would have been weird i still doubt that he would have that but let's not I, contemplate I just, that reality i don't think i uh, yeah, can handle yeah. it's, anymore it's, it's, anymore it's, uh, some scenarios right now. alt-american history <laughs> let's not do that oh god i don't uh, anyways uh yeah this is super depressing uh we give wonder woman 1984 a four out of ten uh don't check it out even if you got HBO. Oh, and definitely it's not worth buying HBO to see Absolutely. this. Oh, no, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I am, I feel more comfortable now for some reason because I feel like, so like if you have to pay more money on HBO to see this, yeah, go, yeah, fuck it. It was good. It was, I, I watched this Christmas Day. I mean, uh, it was depressing, man. <laughs> All right. For the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Trevor Flynn. Goodbye, and on a positive note, let's review Soul soon. Ooh, yeah, there we go. Peter Dancy. Bye, guys. Sarah Becker. Is Soul going to be a super positive note? Let's find out. <laughs> oh, we got some disagreements. All right. At least, at least it's not, at least Soul won't be one fucking note like this was. Like, I, I was will, like. <laughs> I will rate Soul more highly than this film. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's one of those things where it's like, I, the only thing I was like, I came into this, I was like, ah, I'm sure, I'm sure Peter or Sarah or Trevor is going to rip into me and be like, Jack, you just hate Wonder Woman because. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> No, at, at least with soul, there will be highs and lows of emotion rather than just, dear God, is this over? It, it actually tracks for me a little bit. I, w- I was the guy that liked Batman v Superman on the strength of Wonder Woman showing up with a guitar riff. So, you know, that happened. I won't <laughs> lie. That was my favorite part of Batman v Superman. It's a bomb <laughs> ass. That was why I rated it as highly as I did, which I think I gave it a four. Uh, yeah, I was. And most of those points were for uh, Wonder Woman showing up. It's a bomb ass. It's a bomb ass theme. Because it was the best part of the whole movie.
it's one of those things where I, we talk about it and it's always like, I think my I've never changed my score on that movie. And it's like, I, I, I don't rate it as highly, obviously, after the fact. But at the time, I was like a nine or an eight or something. I was like, I just came out of that movie and I was like shell shocked by the big three on screen. I don't know. It was it was it was that was pre Avenger. That was pre Infinity War. So I was kind of like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a fucking I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a super goddamn sucker for like big crossover events shit. And DC crossover events apparently mattered to me, which I didn't expect um sorry i was trying to look this up real fast it's killing my intro sorry uh, oh my god it was our fourth episode yeah i gave batman v superman a 5.5 peter gave it a six oh. uh ben gave it a 10 out of 10 no i i edited these <laughs> yeah, that's not real yeah i i i, I not think real at all. i think <laughs> Early Lost podcast Jack was way more of a bitter bitch, I think, is the moral of this story. <laughs> <laughs> Eight years ago, I was much more of a bitch when it came to this kind of stuff. Anyways, all right, let's just go ahead and wrap for the Movie Gang podcast. And also, let's not forget, in- including the disembodied voice of uh, Ben Hallworth. I didn't skip you, did I, Sarah? No. Yeah, yeah. But I did skip the disembodied voice of Ben Haworth, who was able to be with us digitally today. I mean, we're all here with us digitally. He was not able to be with us digitally. I mean, it's still technically his message was sent digitally. It counts. <laughs> He's on the cast. I'm going to count him. Fuck it. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. <laughs> you want to head on over to the Movie Gang Podcast? It's the Tuscan Shed Media Network. It's TuscanShed.com, where you can check out all our other podcasts, including Animania, where you can hear me and Trevor and Ed bitch about anime. It's pretty fun. And you can also, if you want to go watch old episodes, you can hear me and Sarah cry ourselves to sleep about sound euphonium and the sexiest nose boop in history uh i know oh my god you need to see adachi and shimamura it's like the best fucking thing (laughs) i can't find any platform i have besides my laptop where i can get funimation to work Oh, dude, yeah, that's, that's because uh, Funimation that's Funimation's sucks. fault, not yours. That's that's not yeah. We have no we have no fix for that. We we uh, struggle with that. And I just uh, yeah. want to watch it on my TV. I've had yeah, the most worst luck thing with too? my Fire Stick, but that's problems. not an overwhelming endorsement. So yeah, what one of the things I'll say is too is Funimation just bought Crunchyroll. Oh. Like our, no, our, our really? I know we're, we're all we're all here like on the bated breath. We're really hoping Funimation just steals Crunchyroll's player because it's better. Um, but Crunchyroll's player is actually technically older, so I think they're going to move Crunchy's content onto Funimation, and then but everybody's I can just going to die. Crunchy on my PlayStation. I know. Well, I think I think they're they're very riskily going to end up in an era of piracy where we all go back to fan subs, which kind of be cool, no, but Japan's also terrible. Legislator has anything to say about it. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting very serious, which is the other reason that I which I think the other reason that Crunchy and Funimation got together is they're like, we're about to get fucked over here. So let's all be one entity. So that's probably not a bad thing. Anyways, that's a lot of anime. Go check out all those commentary. It's probably a, the best anime commentary we had this week. It's actually on that movie game. Uh, so go check out all that commentary of an anime. You can also check out every week on Monday at 7 uh, p.m. Uh, EST. You can hear us uh, live stream our pen and paper pod live stream. We can see Trevor, uh, myself. And again, Ed and Tanner uh, go on a dumb adventure where these murder hobo idiots uh, try not to die and mostly fail at it. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm really dismissive of you and most of our promo. I'm sorry, guys. I love you guys. You're all very you're all very smart. But Tanner is keeping a lot of you guys alive at times. It's cool. Uh, mostly Ed. <laughs> mostly you and Tanner is essentially just keeping Ed alive. <laughs> that. Uh, anyways, go check out all the other content. That's the Tuscan Shed Media Network. It's TuscanShed.com where you can check out all that content. Also, while you're over there, give the Movie Gang podcast a thing. You can go to check us out on Twitter and on Facebook at the underscore movie underscore gang. Yeah, we're trying to get a better one. I'm working on it. 
hold your you know don't hold your breath on that uh give us all the commentary over there you can tell us why we're wrong about wonder woman we'd love to hear it uh we actually would love to hear it i would like to get a, a couple other things so go over there tell us why we're wrong and yeah and uh, one last time from everyone here at the movie gang podcast and by extension the tuscan shed media network thanks for listening All right, coming in, counting you down, Trevor, in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Trevor. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it straight. Uh, I'm Trevor Flynn, and my, uh, my indigestion is wonderful this evening. Uh, uh, I'm Sarah Becker. <laughs> I just, just, I, I'm, not sure I'm what's so sorry. Happening. I'm Peter Dancy. Oh, Are we keeping this? Because this is getting like, I can. I'm Peter Dancy, and I'm totally fine over here. I, I need a candle now. Like I can smell that from here. <laughs> oh, oh my god.